0: everyone i'm alex and i'm the hands behind lovecraft crochet my plushies are for the anxious depressed autistic and neurodivergent small enough to travel in a purse backpack diaper bag or even your pocket you can check out my facebook page or tiktok to see what patterns are available and stay tuned for the new ones coming out i also make hats scarves blankets and dice bags for the tabletop gamer or dice goblin in your life Feel free to order through the page, TikTok DMs, or via email at love.craft.crochet at gmail.com. Now, on to the segment.
1: Due to the graphic and disturbing nature of the crimes discussed, listener discretion is advised. Retrostatic Radio presents Killing 15
0: Minutes. Welcome to Killing 15 Minutes, where we will give you your serial killer fix in 15 minutes or less, or your podcast is free. I'm Sam Rossi, and shortly I will be handing a poorly written synopsis of a serial killer to my brother who hasn't read it on a serial killer he most likely hasn't heard of. This should be fun. Good luck, bro. Thanks, Sam.
1: Judy Buenonato. I'm sorry if that's not how that's supposed to be, but we'll run with it, was born in 1943 in Texas. Her mother died when she was four. He was sent along with her younger brother to live with her grandparents. When her father remarried, they moved to Roswell, New Mexico. She was reportedly abused by her father and stepmother. At 14, she spent two months in prison for attacking her father, stepmother, and their two children i'm assuming was that other like family
0: uh other uh, like the stepmoms okay okay they're half siblings
1: okay fair enough on her release she went to reform school where she graduated as a nursing assistant in 1961 she gave birth to her son michael at some point she married james goodyear a sergeant in the u.s air force he died on September 16, 1971, in Orlando, Florida. His death was deemed natural causes. If you believe that to be the truth, you haven't been a crime junkie long. Especially since I don't think we've ever had someone die of natural causes. I, uh... Uh, maybe some of the serial killers. But
0: <laughs> yeah. no one ever
1: pops up just to be... And they came and they went. In 1973, she moved in with... Bobby Joe Morris, in January 78, murdered by poison, which was found out later in Trinidad, Colorado. You know, I didn't know that's where Trinidad was. That same year, she changed her last name to Buenoano, a bastardization of, or bastardized translation of good year. I didn't take Spanishes. I think
0: it's Italian. Uh, no
1: bueno, which is good.
0: Yeah, but it's good in uh, Italian also. Is it? Bueno noches.
1: Oh. Bueno noches is in Italian.
0: Am I thinking bella noches?
1: I think you're thinking bella noches. Bueno noches is good night in Spanish.
0: I spaghetti.
1: I didn't take Spanish. You took Spanish.
0: Yeah, I, I, I failed it three times, remember?
1: Failed French. Je t'adore. Je te window. I don't care. <laughs> little math humor there. Uh, anyways, Judy's son, Michael, became ill in 1979. Symptoms included paraplegia. Did he have the polio?
0: No, he did not get polio. On May 13th,
1: 1980, she took her son out in a canoe. If you guessed, she drowned him. You're not wrong. (laughs) The canoe rolled, and Michael, weighed down by both arms and leg braces, drowned. Following his death, she opened a beauty shop. Probably not as good as Queen Latifah's, but who am I to judge? I hate when you write jokes into these things.
0: I find them funny.
1: And be damned with what I think.
0: Exactly. In
1: 1983... Gwenninano was in a relationship with John Gentry? Well, in Pensacola, Florida, Gentry's car exploded at a friend's gathering. He did survive with severe injuries. During his recovery, police started to find several discrepancies in Judy's background. Further digging found that in November of 82... She was telling friends that Gentry was suffering from a terminal illness. Yes, the terminal illness is called loving a murderer. Buenoano was giving Gentry vitamin pills containing arsenic and paraformaldehyde, the polymerization product of formaldehyde, whatever that means. You don't need to put whatever that means. I know what that means. (laughs) Good. <laughs> Our listeners know what that means. They're all looking at you and wondering, how don't you know what a paraformaldehyde is? I'm kidding. They can't look at you. We're audio only. Stop <laughs> looking so weird, man. They also gained a court order to dig up Michael Goodyear, James Goodyear, and Bobby Joe Morris. All three had been given arsenic. Both James Goodyear and Morris died from arsenic poisoning. Rumor has it she received large insurance payouts for each death. In 84, Buonanato was convicted for the murder of Michael and the attempted murder of Gentry. In 85, she was convicted for the murder of James Goodyear. She received 12 years for Gentry, a life sentence for her son, and the death of James. She was also convicted for multiple counts of grand theft and committed multiple counts of arson. All for insurance money. You skipped out all the burning stuff. This is a surprise arsonist. On March 30, 1998, she was executed by the electric chair in a Florida State Prison. Or at THE Florida State Prison. Her last meal was... (laughs) got another last meal, huh? I
0: found a last meal for y'all.
1: Close and end this on last meals. I get it. Her last meal was broccoli, asparagus, strawberries, and hot tea. She had no last words beyond, no sir. She was never tried for Morris' murders in Colorado. When police made the connection, she had already been sentenced to death, and they just wanted to speed things along. And that's the end of that chapter, and that notebook.
0: We just finished off Notebook 2.
1: That's Notebook 2, for all you listeners at home. Are we still planning on uh, doing like a raffle thing on the Patreon to like ditch one of the books? Or did you want to do the make a prettier version?
0: Well, I thought about to make the prettier versions of my notebooks. Right. But uh, I like folding my notebooks.
1: That is true. I, I meant make it like we write them out on the, you know, 75 cent spirals. And then we actually get one of the nice looking ones, you know.
0: And have somebody else translate? I'd write it. Okay. With my
1: nice, pretty penmanship and cursive. You Not your stoner chicken scratch.
0: No, no. it's The stoner chicken scratch isn't when I'm stoned.
1: I know. You're actually, your writing gets better because it gets more ballooned. Like you do larger swoops with your peas and whatnot. So it makes it a lot more readable. Yeah. Because you get lo- like it's looser, but not.
0: <laughs> oh, I relax more.
1: Well, yeah, that's usually how it loosens
0: and up. And you know, the best part about it is because of all the right shoulder pain, I relax more. I wasn't in as much pain, so I wasn't as tight. That's fair. At some point, we'll I'll get back to writing, <coughs> and we'll get to season three that has only like five episodes written in it.
1: Well you had major surgery, Sam.
0: I did have major surgery.
1: But since we have just finished that
0: Anything to say about Judy? I She's a typical black
1: widow. That's basically it. She is a typical black widow. I mean that that's all I can really say there. Like I I like the simplicity of these.
0: When I get a good simple one
1: a good, simple, you know, straightforward. One day we do have to do a bonus where it's like, these are the types of serial killers because you have a lot of people who think, because like, it's sort of the, yes, this is the official definition of what a serial killer is.
0: Yes. And I, th- I found that, uh, going off of that one, you know, parameter, which really is two or more murders
1: in a similar fashion,
0: in a similar fashion.
1: Some people do not count as goddamn serial killers. No. Like, because serial killer to me is, and I think to a lot of people, is not so much, you know, oh, they killed two people. Serial, it is, there's there's a method. This is a, you know, can someone be caught, you know, when they've only done two? Yeah. But at the same time, like, um we covered the dude who, uh, Oh, I really wish I could remember his name. The one who real randomly, one day, without any priors, fucking got a mom and her two daughters. Oh, into the, oh
0: yeah, that it, it couldn't be his first time. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about.
1: Because, you know.
0: There was no way in hell somebody got that type of confidence on the first time.
1: Right. Unless it escalated into being a killing and all that, but. Right. That's not how anyone's reported. Because
0: it's how that was. No reported offense it. to you.
1: I looked into it more after that, hoping that you missed, you know, something. I not hoping that you missed something. I know what but, you mean. You know, it's sort of like when I listened to. It was the Casual Criminalist, but he had a two-hour or Simon had a two-hour thing on, John Binet Ramsey. Right. I think it was casual. It might have been decoding the un. It was a Simon Whistler back thing, so I don't know. Because I honestly I, I knew I knew what I saw in Unsolved Mysteries twenty years ago.
0: Yeah. You know, in like a
1: five that. minute segment. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get about this. This is more us doing one of the segments off of Unsolved Mysteries.
0: I will totally agree you, you, with you. You get
1: what I'm saying?
0: I get what you're saying.
1: You know, you don't get the entirety of the boys on the track from watching, you know...
0: Our, our, the 10-minute conversation on uh, on uh, Unsolved Mysteries, but it's enough to keep you interested. And to it, want
1: to know more. Yeah. And that's what I liked about uh, the original. I did not like the uh, new no, one at all. No,
0: not that all. Like... It, 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 it's
1: not... It, it's, it's not supposed to be a special event. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get about bringing back some of the older stuff.
0: No. It
1: is supposed to be... This, and this is... It's one, supposed to be like you can't a do shot, it without Robert Stackhouse. Two, <laughs> I don't think he he's dead.
0: I'm pretty sure he's dead.
1: He's dead? I'm about to be really upset if you look okay. it up and he's not dead. But no, he's dead, man. I know because all my friends grew up in the same fucking latchkey system we did. So he helped raise us on Lifetime. Yeah, he died in
0: 2003. Yeah. Wow, born in 1919. Yeah.
1: Wow. But anyways, but I think that's where a lot of, like, it's the same thing with podcasters. I know I shouldn't be saying this on our what-the-fuck-is-going-on-in-the-world-with-these-two-fuck-on-the-microphone sort of podcast, but Unsolved Mysteries was a comfort food show. Yes, it was. You know, you had Robert Stackhouse talking like this. You know, you had...
0: He will comfort you and scare the crap out of you all in one go.
1: Is there really a Bermuda Triangle? Do triangles actually exist? You know, shit like that. It was something interesting enough to catch your eye, you know, not necessarily background noise, but it was something to just sit there and vegetate to. It's the same reason that a lot of murder podcasts or podcast period are how they are today. Not Not necessarily because of unsolved mysteries, but you know what I mean. It's the, there's a comfort in listening to them. You know, I can throw this on in the background, you know, we listen to Go, my favorite sports team, and I love Distractable. Dad started listening to Distractable only because I had it playing on the work site. So, but you know, it's something on in the background that can get interest without being the focal point. And it's why I think sometimes um, retrostatic radio doesn't do so well because it is a show. We, be, we are far more a visual uh, society at least in the U S but we can't handle too much visuals. It's actually something really cool that you should look up about, um, like Japanese websites versus American websites. American websites go for this minimalism click as much as possible, partially because our ad revenue is based off of like per clicks, not necessarily per clicks, but per like page visit. So if you have, you know, one page that shows, here's all the information that they will ever want. You know what I mean? Right. For like nerds resin. Right. Okay. Here's your order information. Here's all your stock. Here's everything all on one page. And you have one ad in the corner. You're only getting them visiting that one page. However, you break it up into here's one page for the order form that also has an ad. Here's one page for, oh, sorry. Uh, This is completely off topic, isn't it? Yes, we did. Sorry, uh, who was this now? Uh, oh yeah, she was quaint. She was nice. Her, <laughs> she was a comfort killer. She was another
0: quaint like, comfort killer. It, I think so
1: because while without knowing her personal backstory, you, know, you know what I mean. We know her general backstory and everything, <clears throat> but it's very much not the same as. It, it, she she was the usual. You know, I did it for the insurance. I did it for the money. Which, to me, doesn't read serial killer in how we define it, or in how I define one.
0: I can see what you're saying. She's a black widow.
1: Yeah. She's a killer, no doubt. Did she kill
0: multiple people? Yes. In a similar manner, though. In a similar manner, too. But I don't think
1: it was because she was driven to do it by her mentality. I think (laughs) she was driven to do it by the societal mentality of money. But everyone should buck the system. I've been A.J. Carey.
0: I'm Sam Rossi. Well, Later, we're going to end that quickly, aren't we? Yes, we are. Later, y'all. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by
1: Arthur Carey with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retro Static Radio on all major
0: social media platforms. Good night. And God bless.
1: You're watching Retrostatic Radio.